Hi, you guys. Welcome to this episode of Powerful Podcast. We're going to be talking a little bit about meditation and the benefits of meditation in a realistic world and a realistic setting. So today I have Yogi Brian with me, one of my good TikTok creator friends. So welcome on. Yeah, thank you so much, Kylie. Thanks for having me on. Love your content on TikTok. And it's it's amazing how social media can bring, you know, relationships together and things like that. Now we're here on a podcast. That's so cool. I know it's crazy. So fun fact, Yogi Brian and I are actually both from Arizona. We met while I was still in Arizona, but um, now I'm currently in Nashville. And I love that, like you said, social media can bring people from anywhere, whether it's close by or far away together, all for the same purpose, as long as, you know, people are interested in what we have to offer. So I'm excited to hear a little bit more about you because we mostly talk about TikTok stuff. So how did you find yoga and meditation? What's your story with that? Yeah. And uh, so it was an accident. I started an Instagram account back in 2016 to solely make fun of yoga. (laughs) I I didn't have any intentions on practicing. I dabbled with yoga before I did some Kundalini, some Bikram, some yoga at Lifetime Fitness when I used to work there back in the day. So I, I dabbled in it, but I wasn't really like, a, I, I didn't have a consistent practice. I thought yoga was funny. Like I thought it was a little ridiculous. So I created an Instagram account to make fun of it because I saw one of my friends, she was doing a yoga challenge on Instagram. So she would post, but she would post in the most ridiculous places. She would post a yoga asana pose on top of the kitchen counter on her bed all over the place and it it was just part of the challenge she was doing at her yoga studio I thought this was super ridiculous so I was like I should just make an Instagram and do the same type of stuff you know do yoga I think my first post was I did chair pose on top of a bunk bed and I said elevating my practice so I I was doing that. And after like a week or two, I think I had like a thousand followers. It it was growing pretty fast. So I thought, you know, at the time I thought it was super famous influencer, you know, I had thousand followers that maybe I should go practice yoga. So I found a yoga studio down in Phoenix. I became a member and I was just practicing to learn more about yoga, to make fun of it. (laughs) And then I just fell in love with the practice. I, I, my, my body was getting healthier. I was losing some weight, my anxiety and just some of the depression was starting to go away. And I just really saw the benefits. So then I signed up for a yoga teacher training, ended up taking yoga teacher training. It was just like one of those, uh, you knew you're on the right path. You know, everything was just falling into place for me during my yoga teacher training towards the end of the training. I told the owner of the studio, I was like, Hey, I can volunteer for this rooftop yoga class that you're doing, which like 200 people are there. And she's like, how about you teach half the class? And I was like, Holy crap. I started getting super nervous. I said, yes, of course. You you always got to say yes to the opportunities. And I ended up teaching half the class in front of 200 people. And that was my first time ever teaching yoga was just in front of that many people. And, 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 Thanks. And I I was so nervous for the whole week or two before, before it, that, you know, once I taught that I I haven't been as nervous ever teaching anything because they just threw me into the fire that way. And then it just progressed, you know, yoga. And then I did a meditation challenge 
later on in my practice, 2019, I just challenged myself to 90 days of meditation, whether or not I liked it or not. After 90 days, I was going to quit it okay. if I didn't like it. And I, I did not like it until day 77. So it took me That's 77 it. days. Yeah, it took me 77 days to actually like meditation. And then I've been meditating ever since podcast, just developing my practice. So yeah, it was, it was, it's all been like an accident. It's all just been uh, going with the universe, going with the flow. You know, I can, I can relate to that. I was not into yoga. I had a bad breakup in high school and I had nothing else to do. And our gym had just opened up right next door. I could literally walk to it. So I was like, you know what? There's a class. I'm just going to go to this thing and kind of same thing. You get out of your own head space and there's just this feeling that comes over your whole body and allows you to feel so much better and more aware. And it was less thinking of all the external things happening in my life and just focusing on what I was doing in the present. And that's what kicked off my practice. So I can relate. Love it. Um, I yeah, know especially breakups too. I mean, I was going through at that time, I was going through divorce. So it's like, you know, anybody out there listening, if you're going through a breakup, like starting a yoga practice or anything new, it's just great to get out of that space. <laughs> Did you feel that you feel that way? Just like starting I something new? Started going like two or three times a day. It was an aggressive um, approach, but I just loved how good I felt. And that's what led to the snowball of, okay, I want to start helping other people feel this way. So within a year, I was in a yoga teacher training program too. And I was yes. at the time. Um, so I've been teaching goodness since 2016. That feels like a long time ago now. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and now, you know, kind of like you, I know you have gotten some additional certifications. Um, same thing, you know, I went and did my 500 hour yoga therapy sessions. I've done booty movement yoga therapy and a couple different certifications that I love. But I have a question for you because I saw this on your page. And I don't know much about it. Tell me about your NLP and your hypnotherapy certification. Yeah, thanks for asking. I, I love that stuff. So I, last year, I took four, maybe five, but four in-person hypnotherapy, neuro-linguistic programming trainings. And I did that because during my, my meditation journey, my meditation practice, you know, I said I meditated that 90 days in a row. And during that 90 days, I was trying all different types of meditations. I was on an app. I was, I was either on Insight Timer or on YouTube, just trying different meditations out because there's so many meditations out there and people can get stuck. I know I, I can get, I got stuck with where do I start? What meditations do I start? And yeah. because there's so many out there, I challenge people listening to just try out all different types of meditations because what I might like, you might like something different. So as I was figuring out different meditations, I found a guy, Michael Seeley on YouTube okay. and he does sleep hypnosis. And so, I, yeah, yeah, it's, it's awesome. He, he, he's awesome on there. And I was, I was, I was doing it and I found that I would fall asleep really fast, you know, cause I, I had problems sleeping or at least falling asleep. Okay. And I would put on these hypnosis audios on YouTube and I was out and to a different world in the cosmos and feeling like great when I woke up. So then I started, you know, really like yoga nidra, you know, type of a meditation, different meditations. And I realized when I was listening to these hypnosis audios, that it's the same thing. It's meditation and hypnosis is 
guided meditation and hypnosis is pretty much the same structure. So I got into, you know, I started reading books on hypnosis. I was practicing on my son who was eight years old at the time. And I I would be able to put him to sleep, you know, at his bedtime, just in five minutes, even when he was like, don't hypnotize me. I don't want to go to sleep. Gone out. Yeah. It's yeah. Even, even with when he didn't want to, and I'm like, okay, this is powerful. So I took an online training with my teacher, Dr. David Snyder. And then, yeah, last year I went, he does his trainings in Vegas. He does them all, all over the country, but I went to Vegas. I did a five-day hypnotherapy boot camp, and I, I just really did it to get the certification, get the, the certificate. But going to that training, I was I was hypnotized over a hundred times because you hypnotize each other. Okay, yeah. So I was hypnotized over like hundreds of times, and it was just like I, I was getting a hypnotherapy for that five days. And I really came out of that training, like there was trauma, there was uh, stress, there was situations that are completely gone after that training, which, um, you know, I'm in and out of therapy since I've been like 10 years old. So I've had like mental health stuff. And that was just so powerful for me. So then I just took more trainings, you know, body language trainings, neurolinguistic programming. It's all about, it's all about language. So, you know, like neuro, it's neurology and then linguistic your language and then programming reprogramming your unconscious mind so basically in nlp neurolinguistic programming our our words and our language is like the code you know it's like a computer yeah so it's like the code so you're telling me your code and i can listen to like what type of code you're saying like are you are you a visual person are you a kinesthetic person are you um uh, like an auditory person in terms of how you imagine and how you think so it's basically using words like as you begin to soon slowly deeper stop start so a lot of words you know when i say stop the unconscious mind stops like your mind stops and when i say start or go so it's basically using neurolinguistic programming to reprogram your unconscious mind. So I use that a lot in my meditations and sleep meditations yet to, to facilitate bigger change within your mind. I love that. That's so cool. Do you feel like, and I, I feel like I already know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask it anyway. You have a huge following. So clearly what you're doing is connecting with people and people are really resonating with with what you have to offer. Do you feel like people are having those success stories? Oh, thank you. Yeah. I I get a lot of great feedback with DMS or people telling me like, Hey, I've listened to a lot of different meditations, but you know, yours just take me deeper. I can get, I can fall asleep, you know, and I, and I love that. And it is just simple usage of neuro-linguistic programming. And it's, you know, with hypnosis, I, I get this a lot where they're like, oh, I don't want to get stuck in hypnosis or I don't want to I don't want to balk like a chicken or do something where they see on TV. Mm-hmm. Well, your unconscious mind always protects you no matter what, no matter who's hypnotizing you or no matter what meditation you're doing, like your unconscious mind will always get you out of a situation that you're not safe in. So, you know, the Hollywood movies, they're they're just fictional and like your, your unconscious mind is where all the stuff is at, you know, our, our whole reality is deep in our unconscious mind. And, and what I've learned is sometimes we we're not even conscious. We don't even know what the issue is. 
we have no clue what the issue is and and you don't really have to know what the issue is like your unconscious mind can figure it out through metaphors or through language or through pictures or through colors so i do a lot my, my teacher dr david snyder he taught me a lot about colors and getting into your body you know with with meditation when i first started meditation you're just sitting so it, you're not really in your body so sometimes it's tough to you know deal with trauma or just feel better with your anxiety because you're just sitting there and it's like you got to do something with your body like you got to get into your body a little bit more with breathing or actually like going for a walk or maybe maybe yoga or qigong or fitness you got to get into your body sometimes because our trauma and our anxiety is stored there so with what dr david snyder told me is like you know sometimes you know when you close your eyes just point to where you feel the you know, the stuck energy or point to where you feel it in your body because you're, you're storing it in your body somewhere. And then once you point to where you feel it, so say if you're dealing with the breakup, maybe it's in your heart space. Okay, so that's where your feeling is. What color do you see? You know, and then you, you see a color, it can be multiple colors. And sometimes people don't see a color at all. And then you pull that color out of your body, you pull it out of your body. And then you do something with it. So you can toss it into a fire, you can spin it a different direction. There's a lot of things you can do with that color once it's out. And that's the metaphor. That's where the healing takes place. So yeah, very powerful. I love that. I think it's so important to recognize that our mind is managing so many things outside of the surface level that we're thinking of on a day-to-day basis, whether that's daily anxieties and stresses or to-do lists or conversations that we're having there is so much underneath the surface so what we think and what we do is so powerful and when we can think more intentionally like in a meditation setting we can really make so many positive changes absolutely and I love that you said positive changes because you know I've I've fell into the trap where you know, in meditation, I'm just observing my thoughts. Well, sometimes those thoughts are intrusive thoughts, you know, and it, sometimes those thoughts are just unnecessary. And like in meditation, if you fall down the intrusive path and, and you're, you're accepting those intrusive thoughts, like that could take you down to spiral and make your mental health worse. You know, so sometimes meditation can make your mind worse. And I, I've, found that with just what I go through, it can make it worse sometimes. So like, what do I have to do? It's like, okay, before I meditate, it's, it's a preparation. You know, you got to prepare yourself. I write like a gratitude list. You know, I, I do some breathing. I get into like a good state of mind. And then if you catch yourself going in those intrusive thoughts, it's just like, stop it. Don't, I'm not even going there. And that's one thing I've like recently learned. I, I deal with OCD sometimes. And, and if you deal with OCD, sometimes meditation can make it worse. So it's an actual like effort. Like when I'm in meditation, if an intrusive thought starts coming, I'm like, I'm not even dealing with it. Stop it. Just, okay. I, I don't even like mindfully pay attention to it. So yeah, I just wanted to put that out there because sometimes meditation can make the mind even worse. So it's like finding these uh, tools for you. Yeah. It's almost like we use light a lot, just like color. You mentioned, you know, that darkness or that lightness. And lightness is more of that positive side, but we can get stuck in those black holes when we're in a Shavasana or in a meditation, you know, you're like, oh shit, like, I can't believe I have this going on later today. And then that snowballs and then it leads to bigger problems. So when we do have a positive meditation and we're really intentional about what we're doing, 
what do you find are some of the biggest benefits of regular meditation? Yeah, the biggest benefits of regular meditation is to say mindfulness meditation. You know, if you're just aware of your breath, you're aware of your body and you're aware of your thoughts. It's very simple. Uh, I, I get a lot of people that say I can't meditate because I can't shut off my mind. Well, you don't have to shut off your mind. Your mind's a powerful tool and it's here to protect you and it's here to think for you. So you're not going to really shut that off. So it's like, well, pay attention to your breath. How does your breath feel? Pay attention to your body. How's your body feeling today? Like, you know, our bodies go day to day and then pay attention to your thoughts. So it's just watching your thoughts like you're watching a movie, just seeing your thoughts come in and come out. And the biggest benefit of meditation is awareness. It's awareness. What is going on in your, in your body? What's going on with your thoughts? Awareness, you know, because what's outside of your awareness is outside of your control. So if you're not aware of something, how are you going to change it? If you're in denial with something, you're not going to even feel the pain to change it. So with mindfulness and meditation, it's just like, okay, what am I aware of right now? What's going on with my life? You know, it's not necessarily for me. It's not really, it doesn't solve my problems. When I sit and meditate, it, it shows me what the problem is. And then I can take action on the problem. I get so many ideas of content, you know, TikTok content or like memes or what I should do next or like manifesting something during my meditation to take action later. Mm -hmm. So it, it's like such a powerful tool for awareness because most, most of us don't even know what, what's controlling us, you know, as, as I like became more aware and started learning hypnosis, I'm like, okay, like the media is totally reprogramming me or just a lot of things are reprogramming me or, I, or I'm like in a lot of uh, habits that aren't good for me. So how do I get out of these bad habits to get into good habits? So awareness is the key. Yeah. And that's not necessarily just social media, though I believe and agree with you. That's a huge factor. It can also be the way we grew up, the people we were surrounded with, the books we read, uh, the actions we take, all of those things subconsciously affect our mind and how we think and how we perceive things and then how we take action on those things yes yeah how we take kind action have to unlearn that stuff to start fresh and take a new approach absolutely Un unlearn it and you know it's one question i do every day even during my meditation and my journaling is i just ask myself what do i what do i really want like what do i want you know what do i want because um you know my teacher even says this you know especially with hypnosis meditation like there's always something to fix with your past. Like it's, it's unlimited. You can always find some shit to fix and some trauma. It's like, Oh, this popped up. You can always find something, but it's like, okay, like, let's just move forward. Like let's move forward here. You know, there, there's, there's a certain amount of work you can do on yourself until you're like, okay, let's move forward. What do I want now? What do I want to manifest? What do I want to create? What do I want today? You know, instead of being a people pleaser, what do I want? So that's a powerful question. I love that. And I also want to take note too, for a lot of people who are on here, you know, in the sense of imposter syndrome, trauma does not have to be a very large tragic event, which it can be. And that's what society tells us it is, but it can be any sort of event that has affected your thought processes, your self-confidence, the way you move, the way you act, the way you think, anything that's intrusive who, that has affected you 
is inherently infecting the inside of your body and that subconscious mm. we talked about earlier. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so on point with that. Yeah. yeah it doesn't have to be something big. It, it could literally be like you were, you were alone in a dark room when you're five years old and you felt alone. Like that's, that's really what the trauma could be. And yeah, you're so right on that. You're so right on that. And like how you said imposter syndrome, that's why I love talking with creators like you, you know, because a lot of, you know, I, I talk with a lot of people like new yoga teachers or new meditation guides or new anything. And, and it's, it's so tough for them to make content. It's so tough for them to get out to the world because, you know, it's like, yeah, dealing with imposter syndrome. Like, do I, am I really like, should I really be talking about this? Am I qualified enough? And it's like, yes, 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 you are. If you know it, if you can teach, like one of my favorite yoga teachers, uh, Brian Kest says that, you know, it's just like a finding, it's just like sharing a good recipe, right? If you have a good recipe and you share that recipe with your friend, like you're sharing out of, out of love and like, you know, how to, how to make this. So it's like, that's just how like yoga, fitness, meditation, whatever you're doing, like, can you, can you share the recipe and can, do you know that? And yes, can you share it? Then share it. I love that. I like that way that you incorporated it because I think that a lot of times we talk in such technical terms, whether it's in yoga or fitness or nutrition, and sometimes we just need a real world example. Like I'm a visual person. I make fun of this moment probably in all my sessions now because I didn't have anything in front of me and I wanted to make an example. All I had was like a pile of pens on the floor and I'm like, look at all these pens. And I made a reference, but, it, and you know, even though it was so stupid, it made sense to her, which mm, again, yes. it was so stupid, but you know, it's like, sometimes we just have to recognize that although things seem overwhelming or maybe intense or they're new to us, if we can break them down as simple as sharing a recipe, planting a garden, going on a walk, whatever it is that's the daily recurrence that we go through and we can relate that, it makes it so much more easy to follow through on it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's like, you just reminded me when you're saying that, you know, just simpling it down, you know, the pens. And it's like, you know, most, most of our students or most of the people that are listening to us, like they don't know all that. Yeah. They don't know all the technical terms, like, you know, what the Sanskrit warrior two is, or, you know, NLP. And it's like, I barely even know what hypnosis and NLP is. So it's like someone that hasn't heard of it at all, you know, is not going to know that stuff. Like what they know is like, Hey, I'm struggling. I'm not feeling good. I, I need some help, you yeah. know? So it's like, well, how it's like going to the symptoms first. It's like, okay, you're, you're feeling anxiety. Okay. Like you can do this, this, and this for it. So yeah. I'm glad you said that with the pens. Yeah. It's so true. Just really making it simple. And I think too, just, I've heard clip it. I haven't gone full down the rabbit hole on your Spotify, but it seems like your meditations are different than, like you said, even with a Hollywood example of hypnosis, maybe the stereotypical version of a meditation where you're sitting there and it's calm and there's gongs chiming, you know, you kind of take a real world approach to med a meditation. Yeah. Thank you. And, and I, I really try and do that. And I think that's why people relate to me is because I'm a normal guy. Like I struggle. I like to drink beers here and there. Like, uh, I like to have a good time. I, um, 
you know, you know, and, and it's, uh, I try not to be competitive and, and I, I, I really like truth is like one of my things. It's like, how can I, how can I share my most authentic truth and make fun of the yoga community as well? Because yoga community is a little ridiculous sometimes with like how, you know, this isn't yoga, this isn't meditation. You can't curse and meditation. I have one podcast, which rated G there's no curse words at all. And then I have another podcast. It's just fucking meditation, which curses and there's a, uh, it's a little vulgar and you know, people like that and people like this other one. So I, I have, I have it for both worlds, but you know, I, I just want to make it accessible for everybody because there's a lot of people that don't do yoga or don't meditate because they don't like this stuffiness, this, uh, you know, Oh, I went to India five times and my teacher's this, and you know, you're doing it wrong. You, you shouldn't be in yoga class. And I, I can't stand that stuff. Yeah. You know, because um, w- what it comes down to, like, my goal is to help people. I, I want them to feel better. And I don't, I don't care what you call it, because people get stuck in like, oh, it's yoga, like the name yoga. Oh, but yeah. what happens if you didn't call it yoga and you did the same shit, your, your uh, neurology is going to respond the same way. Your body's going to respond the same way. Like if you called it whatever. No, it's true. I mean, even just when I was like fully supporting myself through undergrad by teaching yoga, I'd have my friends come up to me and they're like, oh, I can never do yoga. I'm like, why? I'm not flexible. You know, there's the, it's not just a mind block, it's a body block. And I think we have to let go of the stereotypical aspect because it's the same thing as the gym or it's the same thing as eating well. You know, there's stereotypical versions of what that can look like in a gym or what that could look like in a kitchen. But that those things, just like yoga or meditation are not one size fits all. We have to find those niches that fit specifically for our needs and what fits for our personality type and how we process things. Exactly, 100%, 100%. You know, cause with hypnosis, it doesn't matter what you call it. Like it's your neurology. Like we're talking to the same nerves that we're doing that yoga, same thing. I don't care what you call it it's going to affect you that way. So that, yeah, I I just love, you know, having the comedy aspect of it too is because people can relax a little bit more and be like, okay, you know, yoga police. I love the yoga police ones that I do. Yeah. I, uh, it just, yeah, it shouldn't be taken so seriously. And I got to tell myself that I tell myself it's just fucking yoga. It's just fucking meditation because I have to tell myself that, you know, I'm a competitive person. I grew up playing golf, you know, in tournaments. And it's like, this is not a competition with anybody else. Like this is for me to like be in my body, nobody else's body. It's like my body, but I can share that. Okay. I love that. So if we were to go to your programs, it's just fucking yoga. And then your G rated podcast, what, what do you see on there? Like if someone was to go there, how long are the sessions? Do they range in times and what can people really expect and prepare for if they're going to pop on over? Yeah. And thanks for asking that. They're very short, anywhere from five minutes to 30 minutes, you know, very easy meditations there. And they'll expect, you know, if they go, it's just fucking meditation. They're going to laugh. Yeah, I, I don't really have scripts when I go on there. I just really go by my feel randomness and I even make myself laugh. Like some of the meditations I'm laughing a little bit in there. So you have a good time on those and you know, you'll, you'll get deep change that way because you know, cursing 
opens up the unconscious mind because it kind of like shocks your conscious mind. You're like, oh, he said the F-bomb. And then you can relax a little bit and then get more change in your unconscious mind. So it's actually scientific. And then, uh, so that's that podcast. And there's some sleep meditations there to get you to relax sleep, yoga nidra. And then on Relax with Yogi Brian, there's over 150 meditations and there's all different types, headache relief, of a headache relief meditation, yoga nidras, sleep meditations. My sleep meditations and yoga nidras do the best. So if you're really struggling with falling asleep or having panic attacks, yeah, go there and I pretty much guarantee that you'll fall asleep. Yeah, I am a sucker for some yoga nidra. I will tell you that the first time I went into a class, it was in person pre-COVID, probably in 2018. I don't remember a single bit of that class. I'm going to be very awesome. honest. I they're like, okay, and we're done. And I'm like, I'm like looking around, I'm like, did, did I fall asleep? Was I snoring? Like what happened yeah. <laughs> and it, sometimes your mind just needs to check out because of all the overwhelm yeah it, so it's perfect for relaxation and sleep yeah. i love that it is i love yoga nidra it's one of my favorite practices if you want a nice little midday nap do a little yoga nidra session around one or two after you eat lunch and it'll just help you out so I good love that. okay what if i put you on the spot how how would you feel about being put on the spot Sure. Do it. Yeah, let's do it. What if we did like a little tester, like five minute meditation for people that are on here that are interested in starting meditation, maybe, but just want a taste of it before diving into the rabbit hole. Let's do it. Okay. Yeah. I'll be here, but I'm, I'm going to shut my eyes. Yeah. You want to do it? You want to do it now? I'll, yeah. Are you good okay. with that? Yeah. Let, let's do it now. Yeah. yeah I'm hundred percent good spot. with it. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I love it. I'm, I'm ready and prepared. So Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's your thing. I know it's your mojo. So I'm excited sure. to try it out. Awesome. Yeah. Get you prepared. So you can do this seated and Kylie, you're seated there and anybody else listening, you can do this seated or on a chair, a meditation cushion, bar stool. I mean, any place where you can just sit or you can lie down, you can lie down and do this. Just find a place that's safe for you. If you're driving right now, maybe pull over <laughs> because you could fall asleep and that's okay. But yeah, once you find that place, softly, gently close your eyes. And softly, gently close your eyes. And clear away any to-do list for your day. And clear away any expectations for this meditation. Because during this meditation, all you have to do is breathe, and listen to the sound of my voice. And at any time, if you hear any sounds in your room or sounds outside the room, those sounds will allow you to relax even more because those sounds are supposed to be there and you're supposed to be here. So just completely let go of all your expectations and bring your attention and awareness to your breathing. Attention and awareness to your breath. There's nothing to do or control with your breathing. Just observe your breath.
Just noticing your inhale and your exhale. Full awareness, full attention to your breathing. Now start to take control of your breathing with your mouth closed. Breathe in and out through your nose and find a comfortable, steady, natural and intuitive breath. A comfortable, steady, natural and intuitive breath for you. You soon start to realize you're relaxing, you're arriving, and you're here listening to the sound of my voice. That's right. Now bring your awareness and attention to your body. And just notice you have this body. And take a scan of your body all the way from the crown of your head to the tips of your toes. Take a scan of your body all the way up and all the way down. And as you scan your body, notice where you feel the tension in your body. Pinpoint those spots where you feel the tension. And once you pinpoint those spots where you feel the tension, send your breath to that tension and send your awareness to that tension. And once you send your breath to that tension, once you send your awareness to that tension, your body knows exactly how to release that tension. So allow your body to release that tension. Your body knows exactly what to do. Each and every breath you take, that tension dissolves into space. That tension solved and dissolved into space. Feeling a wave of relaxation all the way up and all the way down. Each and every breath you take floods the body with relaxation. Now bring your awareness and attention to your thoughts. And just watch your thoughts like you're watching a movie. 
Just allow your thoughts to roll in and roll out like you're seeing your thoughts on a TV screen. Nothing to do or control. Just watch your thoughts. Just observe your thoughts. And as you're watching your thoughts on this TV screen, the TV screen gets smaller and smaller, smaller and smaller until you just can't see the TV screen anymore. Completely relaxing your mind, turning the volume all the way down, down, and down. Deeper and deeper, down, down. That's right. Fully relaxing, fully settling as you breathe and as you listen to the sound of my voice. And in just a moment, I wonder if you can think of a time where you felt so safe and so secure. In just a moment, not yet, you'll go to this place where you felt so safe and so secure. It could be a time in your childhood or maybe a current time, or maybe it's a make-believe place. One person I know, her safe place was on a sandy beach with her feet in the sand as she was looking out into the horizon as the sun starting to set. Another person I know, his safe place is on his favorite hiking trail in the forest, trees on both sides, feeling so peaceful. In just a moment, I wonder where your safe place is. And you'll go to that safe place. You'll be there. You'll see it. You'll feel it. You'll hear it. And you'll feel so safe and so secure. Now, go to your safe place. Where's your safe place? First thing that comes to your mind, find that safe place. If you can see it, if you can feel it. Some people might not see it and that's okay. Just stay with the feeling of the safe energy. Go into your safe place now. What do you see? What do you hear? What do you smell? You're here in your safe place. And now allow that safe place in your mind to fade away, but stay with the feeling of the safe energy. There's a place in your body where you feel the safe energy. Locate it, pinpoint it. Where in your body do you feel this safety, this love? this energy. And once you know exactly where it is, you may start to see a color. First color that comes to your mind, first color you see. And once you see that color, it could be multiple colors, or you might not see a color at all, and that's okay. Stay with the feeling. But what color do you see coming from this safe place that you feel in your body? Once you see that color, that color starts to float out of your body over your head. 
this color, this safe energy, this love floats out of your body over your head. And it starts to fill up your entire room from wall to wall, floor to ceiling, this safe energy, this color, this unconditional love, this safety starts to fill up your entire room, fills up your entire room so much that it starts to rain down on your body, flooding your body with the safe energy. Every single cell, every single muscle fiber full of this safe energy, full of this color, feeling the sensations in your body. Some people feel a tingling up and down their spine. Other people feel a sense of warmth, a sense of heat. Feel this safe energy all throughout your body, floods the entire room with this safe energy. Feeling so good, so safe. Feel the sensations, feel this safe energy. I'll give you some time. feeling this safe energy and taking this energy with you throughout your day, throughout your week, throughout your month, throughout your year. And at any time you need to feel this safety, this unconditional love, no matter where you are, you can always go back to your safe place. You can always go back to that place. And whenever you're ready, can start to come out of this meditation, opening your eyes, maybe wiggling the fingers, shaking out the shoulders. Whenever you're ready, just open your eyes, come back to the present moment and taking this feeling with you, this oh. energy with you. <laughs> How you feeling? Oh my goodness. I always, I always tear when I'm in like a nidra or a meditation. Mm. I can feel it coming. I was like, ah. <laughs> yeah, that one's a little emotional sometimes, but I love sharing that because everybody can find their safe place. You know, we all need that safe place sometimes. I love that. That felt so good. And Thank I you. have the ironies of this backstory that you were like, any sounds that happen outside of you are going to help. And I kid you not, a moving truck comes by, then <laughs> overhead. And, and usually I'd be like, oh no, I hope they can't hear it on, on that, my audio. And I was just sitting there, I'm like, this is life. Just relax okay. even more. Yep. Mm -hmm. And that was wonderful. Oh my goodness. Thank you for sharing that today. I know I put you on the spot. Oh, it's all, all good. Yeah, it was longer than five minutes, but I felt it. I felt like that needed to be shared. I appreciate that. So listening to your podcast, we can go to relax with Yogi Brian and yeah. it's just fucking yoga, right? It's just, yeah, it's just fucking meditation for our rated meditations and it relax with Yogi Brian. You can find you can find them on all podcast platforms. Yeah, so check them out or check out. I have an app, Relax with Yogi Brian app on Android, Apple. You can just search Relax with Yogi Brian, and it's there. So yeah, I love that. And you have some big trips coming up too. Some workshops. What are those looking like? Yeah, I got a, um, I got I got a retreat in Costa Rica, May twenty twenty three, May first through the sixth. So check that out. That's it's almost sold out. So hopefully by the time that this is out, there'll still be some spots. Then very grateful with that. You got a meditation 
teacher workshop. There's going to be one in August, but depending on when this comes out, I think I'll have one next year as well. But yeah, a lot of cool stuff coming up. But yeah, yeah, if you just, if, the, if, if you're listening, you just search Yogi Brian on Google, it'll come up. You can check out the website, see, what, see what's happening. Always something new. Honestly, all platforms are great. I've been following Yogi Brian for quite some time on TikTok and Instagram, and it's just as good there as it is anywhere else. I can guarantee it. Thank you. You too. I love your content. I love the stuff you're putting out there, really helping people. And especially after your, what you've accomplished. Can't wait to see what you're doing. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. And thank you so much for spending quite a bit of time with us today. And I hope that, you know, my goal with today is that one new person at least is just really resonating with this and willing to make a change or try something new to feel that sense of relief and relaxation. Yes. And we'll have to collab. We'll have to do a collab on TikTok or uh, Instagram. We'll have to do it challenge or something <laughs> we'll be on bunk beds yes yes do that <laughs> awesome well thank you so much i appreciate it guys you can always come back to the powerful uh podcast for an integrative approach to health so we look at internal physical and mental aspects of health and how it really just allows us to take control of our body talk to you guys soon see ya thank you guys for checking out powerful today If you enjoyed our content, make sure to follow or subscribe to our content on YouTube, on our podcast services, as well as on Instagram. You can find us at PWHRFL.